everyone and welcome to the NJPW official English podcast. The at-home sessions continue. I think we're in week number five of doing these over Skype. And uh, one of those things that, that really hits you is like, oh, it's been seven weeks since the last time uh, we were out in front of audiences in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that's, uh, that's a bit of shame uh, to everybody, but we're doing what we can. Um, we're doing our civic duty to stay indoors and, and keep everybody healthy. And uh, joining me in this plight all the way from sunny Atlanta, David Finley. What is up, everybody? Last time I spoke to you, um, you were talking about your nice new couch. Yes. In, in your nice house. Yes. And uh, I imagine you're spending a lot of time on that nice couch in your nice house. <laughs> Yeah, I think I might have jinxed myself bragging about it because now I don't want to sit on the couch. I've been doing everything but that just to kind of keep sane, I guess. I've been uh, tinkering around the house, uh, mowing the yard. I've been like touching up paint and stuff just to, I don't know, stay busy. You're staying at your handy. Are you a handyman? I'm becoming one. That's what YouTube's for, right? okay 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 so this is like <laughs> that's one way of consuming content like the, the rabbit holes of stupid things you can watch on youtube to kind of yes. pass the time which interestingly you know I, I think that's something that uh from a new japan end will be working on over the next uh, few weeks you can keep your eyes peeled for for stuff that's coming out um and ever it seems everybody on the japanese side is getting a youtube channel at the moment Toriyama's really got one. hiromu's got one like has got one um yeah is, it, is that, are you, you know, I knew we were talking to you and Juice about uh, different things that we can, uh, that we can do once everybody, once everybody starts up again. Um, yeah. But is that, are you, are you somebody that wants, I want to show my face on Instagram live 24 seven or? Um, not 24 seven. I think it would be something fun to do. Mm. Uh, I did have a YouTube channel where it was basically me and Juice drinking and uh, just kind of being ourselves on the road, but uh, that didn't really take off, and I was expecting it to be an overnight success, so I kind of <laughs> stopped it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this didn't pay off, so uh, yeah, so I should maybe get back to that. Right. Every, you know, it, it's in, from outside looking into America, it's, it's like every state has its own weird set of rules or, you know, however strict things are, you know, we, we talked to Rocky about how things are going in California at the moment, but, um, what's the situation like in, in Georgia for you guys? Um, it's, it's kind of the same. We're on, um, an official shelter in place, uh, which is basically a lockdown. Um, until I think the end of the month, it was supposed to be over yesterday, but they extended it to, um, pretty much May 1st. So we've, I've, I go to the grocery store like once a week and I've been working out in my garage. Other than that, like I pretty much don't leave. I mean, I guess I don't have to leave the house to work out in my garage, but yeah, I, uh, I'm home pretty much until I go to the grocery store once a week and that's pretty much everybody. My wife's working from home. Um, although they, they do, I did drive past an arts and crafts store that was like open and I don't know why that's considered essential, okay. but also, the liquor store is open, so I, I stopped up on beer. Oh, okay. Okay. Beer is your your drink of choice to get you through these. Ah, uh, <laughs> well, it was, and then I was like, oh, I got to I gotta go easy or else I'm going to come back a super heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, how, what's your approach to, to home training in, in these, in these times? Are you doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do in, in terms of exercise or in terms of eating for that matter? Yeah, it kind of put me into a position where I got to get creative. So I kind of went back to the old dojo roots, been doing a lot of, uh, pushups, squats, setups, stuff like that. I, uh, luckily had a bunch of bungee bands from, um, having to constantly rehabilitate my shoulders. So I've been finding creative ways to get a workout with that. Um, I actually like angered it to my grill, which is like 200 pounds. So that kind of helped target some muscle groups. But uh, yeah, it's been really interesting. I prefer to just lift weights. Um, and I haven't really been able to do that. I have a 15 pound kettlebell and that's about it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, we had um, uh, Robbie the Eagles on last week and that was – the question I put to him of, of how much the, the mental hurdle of the first bump will be when you, when you get back, <laughs> you know, he was saying that he might just go out and throw himself at the concrete just to get over. the, the... Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily I've, I've actually been, uh, until we had our official lockdown, I was still kind of going in because my, my parents live 15 minutes away from me. And of course okay. they have a ring. Mm. <laughs> So and my little brother is 17 now, so he, he's uh, he's got the itch of wanting uh-huh. to get into the pro wrestling industry. So he, we, him and I have been uh, rolling around, and my dad just been coaching. Um, but we've had to put that on pause for a little bit. But I've actually been staying pretty active as much as I could, um, ring wise, just because I remember from last year wasn't so fun being out that long. So I miss it. So I got to scratch that itch when I can. It's got to be doubly frustrating for you because it's the same time of year as well, right? Uh, yeah. It's like the end um, of February turn. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, hopefully I'll be back sooner than October, though. But, um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, this year, I, as I was telling you earlier, this year is a little bit of an improvement. I have both my arms. So that's a, you know, that's a silver lining. Is, uh, a, you know, I mean, I think, well, how long have you been married now? Uh, May will be two years. Okay. Okay. So you know, it's you're you're past that that early stage of of marriage, and now you're yes. with each other. You know, last year you you were at home for a big chunk of the year. This year, at home for uh, longer than we expected. Um, right. Is, is yeah. that a thing? Like you know, as as much as everybody's got to take physical care of themselves, I think like the the mental strain of of being cooped up is is really frustrating as well, right? Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like we get over, we uh, get into little spats here and there over like stupid stuff we usually wouldn't get into spats about. Which I'm sure anyone listening to this is probably able to relate to, because um, we're all getting stir crazy. I'm sure, but uh, no, it, like for the most part, it's pretty good. Like we get to hang out, watch movies, whatever. Um, so it's fun to be with uh, my wife because I am usually away from her. But uh, it does have its pros and cons when you're trapped inside a house. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the one thing that we've been sort of putting out over the last uh, few weeks as part of the NGPW Together project, um, which is full of really good stuff that you can watch on New Japan World or on our YouTube channels and, and things like that. And um, one of the things we put out was the New Beginning USA tour, um, which was not the best homecoming for Big Match Debbie. No, it was not. That was the worst homecoming of all time, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, well, to, to set the stage, uh, hometown kid, big match Debbie, going in, first defense of the tag team titles, 
my entire family was there, and then uh, Juice and I got cheated out of the tag team titles, and uh, everyone everyone went home sad. Or at least that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, it didn't go too well for us in Atlanta. And then it got more complicated in Japan as well, you know, because it, um, it did. Yeah, Ibushi and Tanahashi won the the tag titles in Korakuen. And then uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi showed up and uh, beat up those two guys. Um, so suddenly you went from being right at the top of the heap to where are you in this this situation in, in terms of you know, three, four teams or perhaps more than that uh, going for the, the same sets of, of titles. Um, yeah, it's it's been kind of interesting uh, because like if, if we take it all the way back to Wrestle Kingdom, uh, we beat G.O.D. fair and square and they immediately got a rematch. Um, and then, you know, if you were to go by those rules, we never got our rematch. Uh, Tana and Bushi kind of jumped the line a little bit, but also they kind of earned their shot. Like they did, they did get a pinfall over G.O.D. So that does catapult you right to the front of the line. Um, but then Zach and Tai Chi kind of jumped the line also. Like it's, it's just weird right now. But uh, I firmly believe that whoever is the tag team champions can't really call themselves the best tag team in the company until they beat Juice and I, because we did win tag league. We did win the titles and uh, we still haven't got a rematch. So I, I think uh, the slot for number one is still a toss up in my books. So that's sort of first on the agenda when we get back working. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty much all I'm thinking about right now is uh, when are we going to get out of here and when can I get, my half of the tag team titles bag is uh is juice on that same page do you do you talk to juice during this this off season or like is yeah it's, all the funny kind because, of... like, it's funny because uh usually we don't text too much when we're home because like we're i mean that's my you know he's like big brother on the road um because we're always together so usually when we're home like you know we might get like one or two texts here and there if we see something funny or just like hey dude how's it going but uh i think we're all <laughs> trying to stay sane so like we we've, we've been texting way more than we usually do um which is kind of interesting all right a call yesterday for for questions uh to david finley on twitter and an awful lot of responses perhaps more than any other of these these podcasts so i don't know how many of these we'll get to but we'll certainly get to some of them um one person very venturous uh to <laughs> A request on Twitter for tweets actually sent us an, an email, so went through the the oh, extra wow. effort. Um, so we'll get to them first. Hadley Simons from South Africa saying that uh, you know one thing I I didn't know this about you, but uh, you were working in Cape Town before you came to New Japan. Yes, I was. I uh, lived in Cape Town for six months at the end of 2013. So I wrestled down there for I did like three or four shows down there. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I, I debuted in Germany and like the very next place I went was South Africa. Um, so I was still at the very, very beginning stages of my career. What's like professional wrestling like in South Africa? I've never thought about it. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty much the same as it is like uh, anywhere, like on an indie level. It's pretty much the same. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time in Cape Town. Um, I actually wrestled for... A company called African Wrestling Alliance, and they were uh, they were really good to me. They kind of took me in, and you know, made sure I had kind of like 
people to go to, friends to have. They're kind of like my family down there because um, I was down there all alone. Uh, so like I, I have only fond memories of wrestling in Cape Town. Hmm. Nice. There was one other uh, question that I had to run through uh, Google Translate because they asked it in German. Um, but uh, Silas Skywalker asked uh, about your favorite memories from being in Germany. See, I'm assuming they mean from when I was younger. I moved when I was like just under four, so I don't remember. I don't remember too much. Mm. But uh, I did get have a chance to go back this last summer mm-hmm. or fall right before I uh, came back from injury, and I actually like got to see my grandmother who is uh, not 100% healthy, so, like, she can't really travel. So it, with my schedule, like, I don't know when I can, you know, take the time out to go all the way over to Germany and, not, like, actually spend real time with her. So, like, uh, of all time, I think uh, going over and, like, getting to hang out with my grandmother for a few days was pretty cool because um, I hadn't seen her in a few years. Uh, but I, I remember, like, um, I can remember Schutzenplatz in Hanover. Like I remember glimpses of that. Um, I remember they used to have like uh, at the beginning of the shows, they would parade all the wrestlers out and kind of go like, oh, here's this guy and here's this guy and here's this guy. And uh, for some reason, I would uh, I, like two years old. Um, my mom got matching tights to my dad made yeah. <laughs> and I would parade out with uh, not my dad, but I would be with Robbie Brookside, actually. Right. And uh, so they would they would actually like announce me. When they're announcing all the wrestlers, I go out, do some little pose, and go back. So that was me at two years old. (laughs) Yeah, probably like illustrating the the difference between you and your dad at at such an early age. Of (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was a clear cut difference from very early on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) there's one story that um, our Japanese announcer Kiono tells that uh, that I believe Tenzan told him was that. he would was that when Tenzan was an excursion to Germany, he would babysit you while your dad was wrestling. Yes, and uh, I think Kojima would as well. My I don't say I don't know how true this next part is because I don't really remember it, but allegedly uh, Kojima and I would have tea parties when I was like two or three <laughs> years old. Which knowing Kojima do- doesn't one hundred percent surprise me because <laughs> he's a little silly at times too. So like it it is highly plausible. That's amazing. That is uh, that is fantastic. So when you did uh, when you came into the the dojo here, did was that the first thing that those guys said to you? It's like, oh, I remember when you were yay high sitting on me. Yeah, I remember. I was in the middle of uh, doing squats or push-ups or something like day one or two of like my dojo training, and Tenzan comes up to me. And, you know, he's got the iconic haircut, so like you, you know who he is. Mm. Um, and I didn't think he would know who I was. Like, I wasn't expecting that because why would they? No one see me since I uh, was under two feet tall or something. Yeah. Um, and he just came, comes up and he's like, you remember me? <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I was like, yeah, actually I do. So uh, I'd made sure I had a, as long as a conversation as possible with him just so I didn't have to squat anymore. <laughs> right. That's my goal. Yeah. Um, so quite a lot of... Uh, I think the the boys are having a bit of ha-ha, so they, they jumped in on our last request here. But uh, TJP asks, uh, at Mega TJP on Twitter, what did you have for breakfast? And then the second question, what did he have for breakfast? What, well, I can tell you what I had for breakfast today. I made, like, scrambled eggs with some chicken and some spinach, and that was that. And I had a 
some coconut milk on the side. Yeah. Um, I, but I don't know. Did he have waffles? Or I'm going to go with waffles. TJP had waffles. Okay. Well, I'll have to get TJP on and then ask him if he had waffles. Yeah, we'll need him to uh, confirm. Yeah. Are you um, more health conscious about what you're eating now than you would normally? Um, you know, I know Robbie was saying, oh, hey, you know, I'm eating better. Some of the people are eating better than they would be on the road because they can be, you know, they can be a little bit more picky, I guess, you know, rather than. Right. Yeah. Well, my, so, uh, my wife likes to bake and <laughs> there's really nothing else to do for her. She works at home. I go do the grocery shopping so that she doesn't leave. So she's trying to um like kind of occupy her time and she's been doing that with baking and someone's got to eat all these delicious cakes she keeps making so like up until about a week ago i was just pegging out and i was like well you know this isn't going to go on forever i need to i need to not fall off the wagon so bad so i've been uh, a little more health conscious as of about a week right right fair enough um let's see a few people most Primarily, I think most prominently, Rocky Romero was asking, "What's happened to the C Cup trophy?" Uh, well, I I had twelve of them because they 12, came in a twelve, 12 pack. Thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I had twelve right. thumbs because it came in a twelve pack, and uh, I know my dog ate like two of them. Well, not <laughs> ate them, but like destroyed them. Yeah. Um, and then like I left a couple and in hotels or at a show or something. I don't. So I, there should be a few up in storage, maybe like four or five left. But uh, I kind of I kind of laid that one to rest, see, seeing as how I wasn't in any blocks uh, <laughs> last year. So I was just like, ah, whatever. So I, I've retired as reigning C block champion. I think. Oh, okay. Okay. So you've not only have you vacated that tournament but you've actually sealed the entire thing nobody else can take that claim i like didn't vacate it i'm still the champion yeah. but okay no okay. one else can challenge for it so right. like you know when i'm in like a a lull in my career like right now where i don't have like a, a tag title or anything to defend i i'll just defer to my c block championship you're just yeah and you just carry that out with you yeah there, there was some dispute that perhaps uh, you know linearly when you think about where the c block came from which was you know, at the G1 Climax, we have a block, two blocks of, of the, the, the top 10 wrestlers and, and A and B. And then uh, you unfortunately missed the cut um, in 2018. So, uh, you know, the, for all the guys that were on the undercard tag matches before the G1 Climax uh, tournament matches proper, um, you know, we would figure out who's who's scoring pins, who's eating pins and all of this. And and then, it you know, it came out that... that uh, you were the the C block winner, and and you had this this thumbs up trophy. But uh, looking at that as a pure record sense, um, a lot of fans are responding that Chase Owens should be the rightful C trophy C block winner based on last year. Well, I would disagree. I mean, maybe mathematically, yes, but I would disagree because I bought my own trophy and he didn't, so it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> possession nine tenths i said from the get-go yeah. you know if uh, the best way to handle this is open up your own territory and make yourself champion and that's what i did <laughs> um let's see here cindy wrong dice at wrong dice um what's it like 
wrestling consider you know now being in japan well since what 2016 2016 is right this will be five years i think 2015 yeah. maybe i think yeah just past uh five years just past five years yeah um how has the language barrier treated you at, at different times is there any point where um you know the the japanese has been particularly difficult or somebody trying to communicate with you in english has been particularly difficult um from the point of view but i guess you know this person was asking in terms of, of wrestling but outside that as well um and honestly in wrestling like there, there's not too much of a language barrier uh because as well, you speak Japanese, so maybe this doesn't really apply to you. But like we, with the people that I can like, you know, talk to, we have like they know a decent amount of English, and I know like a tiny bit of Japanese, and then you just kind of blend the two, and mm. you kind of know what the other one's talking about. Yeah. So we find a way to make it work. But like, I think off the top of my head, the biggest time language barrier was like an issue was honestly when I first started in the dojo, and we had to do a thousand squats on the first day. And they're counting Japanese. I didn't know what number we were on, so just watching the time. <laughs> oh, right, right. So, like, that that was, like, the worst language barrier because then it was just going on forever. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, you get your usual, like, you know, you're out, out in the wild asking for, like, where's this? Or do you have this at a store or something? And they have no idea what we're saying. Right, right. And uh, right. it follows on that. Our friend Karen asks, uh, is there something specifically that you miss about Japan? Yeah, I miss wrestling. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so right. much. Yeah. Um, no, I, like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I would have to say I miss wrestling. Like, I miss being around, uh, like, my road family. Um, I don't I don't miss the 14-hour flights. That is nice to not have to do that. But, I, I like, pretty much just wrestling is what I miss. Mm. What's the, conversely, what's the best part of being home at the moment? Uh, sleeping in my own bed. Mm. Can't beat that. Fair enough. Are there any, are you surprised? Obviously, um, you know, last, last time we spoke, you were talking about how, you know, the, the shoulders sort of getting there, but it'll always be, um, sort of in the back of your mind. Has, has that gotten easier? Are there any other sort of little aches and pains and little injuries that have gone away in, in at this point? Um, it like, oh, It'll flare up every now and then. Like it'll, it'll be a little tender some days. But for the most part, I don't even think about it anymore, which is probably not good because I need to be stretching it more than I do. Mm. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I would I would say it's improved a lot. Like, I, I don't – like, when I'm in the ring, I don't really think about it anymore. Like, I'll land funny sometimes. Like, oh, there's my shoulder. But then it goes away in, like, 10 seconds. Um, but it's been a, a little over a year now, so I – should be good like i should be pretty close to 100 or as close as i'm gonna get right it's it's almost um you know you're perhaps on the, a better footing than really anybody else you know it's it's been frustrating that it was such a, a short period of time that, that you were back but four months yeah. and then some more time off you know you, you haven't got that um you know some some guys that have been you know, this is their first time off in in donkey's years right yeah it's uh it's it, it is frustrating though because it's like you know i felt like all right starting to get the wheels turning and then you know the world shuts down it's like oh my goodness so <laughs> hopefully uh when we get back i can get the ball rolling and keep it rolling mm. perps 
on Twitter. Where'd you get the idea, or where'd you get ideas for attire and ring gear? And you've had a few sort of different presentations. You came back when you came back in October. You looked uh, kind of different. What's the what's the thought process of um, you know? I, I want to look like this specifically. Um, it's it's hard because I feel like I'm not the best when it comes to or like I don't know I. I struggle with like picturing things and then like translating it to like, like I can see it in my head. I struggle to like translate that to paper or whatever. Mm. Um, but like my, for tag league, uh, juice and I actually decided that we wanted to go like game of Thrones, uh, inspired gear, which is where like the fire came from and stuff. But then also like, I am a big fan of like punk music and stuff. So like I, I kind of incorporate a little bit of that or tried to a little bit of that into uh, my gear. And then I just kind of like give a very vague explanation to my gear maker of like, ah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. And then um, they just come up with it. So I, I kind of leave it in the hands of my gear maker more than anything. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, okay. Well then based on, on punk music, what's your, what's your lockdown playlist at the moment? <laughs> Oh man, I actually do have a, a playlist that's only pretty much punk music, but um, I've been listening to a lot of Dead Kennedys. Uh, listened to some Rancid the other day. I don't know. I've, it's just I've just been kind of leaving it on play. Always listen to that's not really punk, but I've always been listening to Jimi Hendrix. That's my absolute favorite. So I just like throwing some Jimi Hendrix and go mow the yard. Mm-hmm. Nicole Wagner at Deadly Gambit. When everything goes back to normal, who do you look most forward to wrestling? Whoever the tag team champions are. Hmm. Which would well, which hopefully would be Ibushi and Kano. <laughs> yeah. If I had my pick, like I really like they kind of they kind of like you know stepped up to us at a uh, New Year's Dash. Yeah. You know, and that match hasn't happened. So like now the roles are reversed. They're champions. We're in the challenging position. So like. Uh, you know, we're 7,000 miles apart, whatever, but uh, we're ready to step up to the plate and figure out who actually is the uh, best tag team. Because yeah, I yeah. think it's me and Juice, and I think they think it's them, and there's only one way to really prove it. What do you think of, um, you know, the, the other... Now, I mean, for a long time, I don't want to say it was flat in a sense, but, you know, you, you kind of had... G.O.D. was so dominant. And yeah. then, you know, it would be evil and sonata kind of doing their own thing for a lot of the year and now they'll come together as a tag team and you know they're great at both but uh, you know now it seems we, we're getting more solid tag teams so it's it's you two and uh and god obviously um but even when you looked at new japan cup before it got cancelled there was an awful lot of oh there we might have tag teams facing off you know you've got cole cabana and toriano you've got like uh Fale and chase say or um you know, obviously, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi. Um, Me and Juice could have possibly faced each other, too. You could, Yeah, could have done. Could have done. What's uh, What do you think of the lay, of the lay of the land in terms of tag team wrestling right now in, in New Japan? Uh, I like that there's more people that want the tag team titles. And I feel like uh, this might be tooting mine and Juice's horn a little bit. But I, I feel like um, nobody really – or not – didn't care but they didn't care as much i think uh, a lot of the roster was more singles uh focused and then i you know i i do think that we shock people by winning tag league i don't think a whole lot of people expected that and i don't know if that stirred something up and people were like oh well 
you know, there's the tag team titles, but um, I like that there's uh, more competition because you can't really brag about being the best tag team in a division if there's really nobody in your division. So the more the merrier, I say. Were you? Did you grow up specifically, and and when you were were coming up, did you? Were you always thinking, oh hey, I'd I'd really like to be a tag team wrestler? Uh, I I've always been fascinated by tag team wrestling. I think it's always been my favorite style. But like, you know, like my dad being a wrestler as well, you just kind of always picture uh, being a singles wrestler. I think mm. um, before we really start, I think everyone like anyone that wants to wrestle pictures that like I'm gonna win the big one in front of everybody on the biggest show of the year. You know, whatever that may be for like America, it's WrestleMania. For us, it's Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, you know, I th- I think. At the beginning, before I really started, I always saw myself as a singles wrestler. But I, I really do love tag team wrestling. I think it's, uh, I think it's a lot of fun to watch. I like the numbers game. I think I'm a better tag wrestler than a singles wrestler. I, I have more accolades <laughs> yeah. in tag team wrestling. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, I've just come to love tag team wrestling. There's. Um... Kodobushi has said that he wants to get the tag titles to the point where you could headline the Tokyo Dome with a tag team championship match, which, you know, I mean, speaking realistically over the last few years, we, we haven't seen the tag titles to, to that level yet. But do you think that that's something that's, that's plausible? I think it's plausible. I think it would take a few years to get to that point because really, you know, it, it, it takes, uh, us having competitive matches and really like making the titles feel important with, you know, giving our heart and soul to win them and defend them, whoever the, the champion may be or the champions may be. Um, for the people to start realizing that this is like a major title and for the people to be like, no, this is what we want to see go on last. Um, but I do think it is completely possible for us to get to that point. And I would actually really like to see us get to that point as well. I would second, uh, Ibushi's opinion on that. Yeah. Uh, Josh at Grizzlejaw asks, who drinks you under the table that would surprise us? That would surprise you? Yeah. Probably nobody that would surprise you. <laughs> right. Um, no, one's, no one's like secretly a really great drinker. Um, but some guys are like, Nagata-san is pretty strong when it comes to uh, alcohol. Like he, I think when I first started going out with him i think that surprised me because he just it doesn't phase him really um but yeah nobody nobody that surprised you guys i think whatever the fans whoever the fans think uh has a strong tolerance they're probably right <laughs> Fair enough. uh let's see we got one, one more this was something that a couple of people asked but uh, I'm looking at uh, JQN uh, here, um, who, well, they asked who has the, the stiffest chops in the company, but somebody else asked um, who's, the, who's hit you hardest um, in, in New Japan. Uh, I mean, uh, chops always hurt. It doesn't matter who's throwing them. I can't really say who's got the strongest chops. Um, who's hit me? I, I, Juice might have hit me the hardest, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, when I when we were still in the dojo, uh, we had a match at Corrigan, and he clotheslined me so hard. 
which I mean, he's trying to win. So mm. that's, but like we lived together. Like I was just surprised. Cause it's like, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to go that hard. It's like, dude, we, like your room's right next to mine. We're friends. What are you doing? <laughs> like we're opening the show. This isn't for anything, right, but right. Uh, you know, but then I've kind of, I've kind of realized, you know, juice goes hundred percent all the time. And I, that's something I admired in him and really tried to uh, make my own or, do likewise mm. just kind of give 100 percent every time in the rank but yeah uh juice definitely hit me the hardest off the top of my head fair enough last time uh you know we were out in front of the people and on new japan worlds uh, we had those those runs in korakuren which was obviously when tanahashi and Ibushi took the the tag titles but also when you know tiger Hattori retired and manabe nakanishi retired and um you know, just uh, yo, your your thoughts on on those two retiring, you know, because I I assume you've you've like everybody, you, you must have had a, a big relationship to both of those guys, right? Yeah, I was definitely closer to uh, Tiger, or I am closer to Tiger Hattori. Um, we all owe our livelihoods to Tiger Hattori, or at least most of us. I'm in that in that party of people that would uh, say I'm forever indebted to him because he gave me a chance, he gave me an opportunity, like something about me. I don't know what it was and uh, decided to bring me over to um, New Japan and let me be in the dojo. Or like he was one of the deciding factors and he's just always taken care of me. He's always been good to me. And like, he's, I don't know, we all love him to death. Uh, so like, it was, it was sad to see him go, but also like he, what a career he's had, you know, like my, my dad could sit and tell you stories about Tiger Tori and mm-hmm. uh, you know, like my dad holds him in high regard as well. Um, and we love Nakanishi too. I just, I just happen to be closer to, uh, Tiger Tori for sure. Yeah. What's that? I mean, that time when, you know, he did give you that shot and, and coming in and, you know, what is that, um, situation like being, you know, I mean, you're fourth generation or whatever, but second generation from a new Japan standpoint, um, you know, what's that sort of atmosphere like, that that pressure like? You know, I know, you know, there's, like I told this story of, of how completely different you two are and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, was that something that you really had to get past? Um, I, I think there was more of a stigma of me possibly jumping ship. I was like, no, no, no. Like, I, I chose to come to New Japan because I felt like that was where I was going to become the best wrestler I could be. You know, like it, I felt like if I would have went the other route, it would have been the easy way. Mm. And I never wanted that because like I like I can't I can't help who my dad is. You know, like I can't help that he was like, that's just the cards I got dealt, which is great. So like my it's easier for me to have like a foot in the door. But like I knew more would be expected of me. And to be completely honest with you, I don't think I lived up to my expectations uh, for a long time. Um, I kind of. Um, unintentionally was kind of coasting off my last name, I think, um, in hindsight. Uh, so maybe, like, maybe I didn't take it seriously enough and go like, oh, there's more expected of me. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, I think it's cool. I I think it's cool how many second plus generation guys we have. Like we've got G.O.D., uh, their younger giant brother as well. Uh, we we have me, um, is that it? Oh, Shota Umino. 
you know. So like, yeah, there you go. You know? Yeah, so different, like, different kind of scenario. But yeah, so like it's, yeah. it's uh, I don't know. It's cool that New Japan gets to have some of those multi generation guys, and it's you know they're not just all going to one place. Right. I, you know, I mean, it, it just speaks to that legacy now, you know, yeah. and when you think, oh, we're coming up on 50 years in, you know, in not long at all, you know, that's, uh, it's, it's wild to think about really. really is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I think that's all the questions that we can probably get away with on, all right. on, the, on the podcast. Uh, you know, there's, there's a couple of slightly rude ones and maybe we can do that off the air. Um, so thanks uh, to everybody for sending those questions in and, uh, yeah, thanks to, to everybody for staying with us uh, during this time. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a real shame to, to not be out in front of the people, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we got to <laughs> the make meantime. do. This is, uh, the hands we've been dealt currently and we're all going through something similar, I feel like. So, uh, I, I think if we weather the storm and stick together and, we'll all make it through this and get back to wrestling real soon, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, while you wait, of course, we really, really appreciate everybody who's a, a subscriber over on, uh, njpwworld.com. Uh, so much great content part of the NJPW together project. Um, my dad is a heel wrestler, the, the headline film for, for April. Have you taken in that, that movie? Dave? No, but I do think that that movie could easily be about me. <laughs> yeah it could be actually yeah. <laughs> the true story <laughs> the true story of my dad is a yeah. wrestler but um yeah you were it was well i guess maybe the the timing didn't didn't quite work out big match debbie didn't get didn't yeah get I, I missed a lot of cuts maybe the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that maybe you can work on your own movie i'll make my own yeah, i'll make my own <laughs> indie version version yeah yeah right exactly um cool so uh cheers to big podcast debbie that that's what we can call you let's call me that uh, yeah thanks man <laughs> that's time and uh we'll speak to you next time on the official english podcast until next time go <laughs>